0: Hello, Super Johnny. Hello, Super Trevor. It's me, Mario. Woohoo, Mamma Mia. You guys, you're number one. Woohoo. See you in my games. Aha. Oh, man. This race is getting hot. Uh, a co-driver, give me some direction here. I'm I'm a little unsure about this section of the track.
1: You know, if you really thought of me as your co-driver, I would have got a steering wheel too. But you need to turn left right here.
0: Oh, what are you doing? That was a palm tree.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh you wanted to miss that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm new at this.
0: I was trying to reach top gear. Now we gotta start back in first. That's okay. We'll get it.
1: You're one of the best race car drivers around. Oh, thank you. I, I learned all the, all I know from Rad Racer. So we're going to be in the rad position then. Yeah. Is that a good term to use? Straight away. Straight ahead. Ow! Oh, it was a sharp rat. What are you doing? We just ran into a rock. I'm just looking at the GPS here. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I spilled a little bit of coffee on my iPhone here. That's my mistake. I'm sorry. You're the worst. That was a stain. That wasn't a straightaway. Uh, How I got this confused, nobody knows. Nice. All right, uh,
0: let's go. We're we're falling in the pack, but I think we can still pull this off.
1: Okay, we got this. Uh, up ahead, just a few feet to the left, you're gonna to want to go there. Okay,
0: and right there, go 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 go! Ow, 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 ow! What is this? is this? Is this a cow pasture? Yeah. This is a street race. What are we doing?
1: But look how graceful those cows are. This is ridiculous. Those there beautiful, oh. beautiful creatures
0: that feed us. Help, help me find the pits. We need some fuel and tires and okay. a new
1: door. Alright, the pits are just right up the road. Uh, you need to go and take a left the next left, and the pits will be right there. Hey, wh- what kind of music do you You know what? You're the driver, I'm the passenger, so I get to choose the music. That's how this works, right?
0: Fine, this better be pits up ahead.
1: It is, right there, right there's the pit. Per- uh, turn right now, right now. <laughs>
0: oh, sir, can I take your order? But this is a McDonald's drive-thru. What are you doing? I want a McRib. Let's, let's get a McRib. This is not a pit stop like on a road trip. We need gas and tires. The, you
1: don't understand. The McRib is not around always. It's uh, like a limited time thing.
0: Give, give me two McRibs and Boom. two large coats. Give me the, make it four McRibs. Just give me all your McRibs and hurry up. All the McRibs. We're we literally in the middle of a race here. I'm going to turn on the radio right here. Here
1: we go. Oh, I know what. I'm going to put on this podcast. Here we go. (sighs) The best podcast I've ever heard.
0: Number one. What's that?
1: (gasps) It's called (laughs) Retro
0: Bliss. I always feel terrible about our skits, so maybe it's not as terrible as I think.
1: Just like the I'm always excited about it at the beginning, but once I've it's happened, it's like I don't know what I've done.
0: It makes you realize why people actually use scripts and things instead of just winging it. Yeah, but, but hey, we're not going to change. <laughs> why would we? Welcome to Retro Blist, your weekly game by game retro gaming podcast.
1: Coming to you live from the Shire during Retro Thanks Month. Trevor, tell the ladies, tell the gentlemen, tell the kiddos what exactly you're thankful for this month.
0: I am thankful for all of you. Yes, (laughs) you. You I'm pointing at right now. Pandering. Let's get into it. (laughs) (laughs) So if you missed last week's episode, we have a new catchphrase. That's
1: right. I can't stop saying it.
0: One of my... Sleep-deprived sayings that I didn't even realize I said until you started repeating it.
1: Yes, it's my favorite thing. I do it in, in all aspects of my life now. So, uh,
0: racing games. Let's so I get can't into wait until
1: I get a girlfriend. And, well, we'll get into it. Here we go.
0: <laughs> wow. So, yeah, if, you, if you've never listened before, uh, why would you start? The now? worst part of the show is out of the way. We start with a dumb <laughs> oh, skit. Let's do well, that's not good I never promised time. I'd tell the truth. Okay, all right. So, yeah, I mean, we usually do a dumb skit at the start of every episode. And it goes downhill from there. We spend time discussing and reviewing a game that we just sat down and played minutes ago.
1: What if we change the, the format once and do a dumb skit at the beginning, but then we talk about and review the dumb skit we just did for the show?
0: <laughs> I, always, I think I always do that. I always be radar skit as soon as it's over. Yeah,
1: but I want to give, like, an in-depth review.
0: Two out of ten. Um, shoddy in almost all aspects. Um Especially the visuals.
1: Well, to be fair, the premise was not as strong as Monster in my Hot Pocket. But I think we pulled it out with what we had. We'll see. Yeah.
0: So, before we get into it, yeah. <laughs> I'll briefly mention the game we're going to cover today, so maybe you'll stick around. Or maybe not. Top Gear, a Super Nintendo racing game. Um, not exactly based on the uh, mega-hit British uh, Top Gear show. Yeah, it was. This was before it, right? Which came first. We'll get into that. Okay. Because uh, Bliss Quiz is another thing we do. Oh, yeah. We tell a lot of history and random facts and garbage uh, through a quiz show at the end of the show.
1: That's called putting a little nugget for yep. the people to to chew on and wait for it to become a McNug. Are we sponsored by McDonald's again? No. So just no. I just want a McRib so bad. Okay. When I've technically already had one. You had one? I had one was yesterday. That- oh, okay. <laughs> and it was... Miraculous. Now, I have another podcast that may or may not be called History Creeps where I discussed this before.
0: I don't know what it is about the McRib. Trevor, do you like a McRib? I like it, but I'm, I listened to that episode and I'm with, was it Chris or uh, Carter? I, I don't know what the meat is. No, I don't know what it is but either. But it, it tastes pretty good. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. The McRib. What do you, what do you give it? <laughs> what? what? What review do you uh, give it? The McRib. Yeah. <laughs> I probably give it about a 6 out of 10. I think it's above average, but the mystery meat confuses me a little bit. So yeah. You asked me to read. That's what I do. I review things. I'm a man of simple needs. I like to review things. I like top 10 lists, which we don't do enough on this show. Okay. We're rambling. All right,
1: what's our top 10 McRibs? <laughs> Number one, uh, the McRib. So- Number two, the McRib. Number three, the McRib. You never asked me what I give the McRib. I give it a... 8.5.
0: Oh, I didn't care. Okay, so...
1: All right, now let's move on. What game do we play? Top, Top Gear. Gear. Let's get into it. Trevor, Top Gear is a racing game? How did you guess? I just took a shot in the dark. Also, we just played it.
0: Yeah, so Kimco was the publisher. Gremlin Interactive was the developer. Uh, 1992, making this quite an early Super Nintendo game. In fact, this was one of the first racing games on the Super Nintendo. Um, and speaking of Super Nintendo, I just want to say from here on out, we're going to show a little more love, I think, to the Super Nintendo. Because for a system that had some of the most amazing games ever, we've not... I mean, we picked out a couple of gems, but we've also kind of... I mean, we did Kyle Petty. Uh-huh. We did We're Back a Dinosaur Story. Yeah. Not exactly picking out the gems there.
1: What are you talking about?
0: I don't know. They have personality. But uh, we picked this one because uh, I have some pretty good uh, memories of this one. So hey, Kyle we'll Petty see. had no fear, by the way. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he had a terrible racing game. He had no fear of putting it out. <laughs> um... <sighs> I'm struggling, and you're not helping me. Like, usually, even with your goofiness, you're kind of moving me along a little yep, bit. I refuse. And I'm, I'm spluttering out right I'm gonna now. I'm going to let you do the heavy lifting today. Okay, that's fine. Let's mention Patreon real quick. Let's do it. That's a good idea. So, Patreon is a thing where you can support
1: things like this. Trevor, I have in my notes here, it says, A brief Patreon mention. Of course, I mean, you need to put on your briefs. Okay, they're on.
0: It <laughs> mention it. So, you know, we don't have a way technically to make money from our show. We have commercials, but you you know, they're not real commercials. Right. Um <laughs> You know, they're they're for things you can't even buy new anymore. That's right. Um and we pretend McDonald's sponsor us, but they don't even know who we are. We spent <laughs> a whole
1: month doing that. Yeah, we
0: did. <laughs> We're geniuses. We're idiots. So if you just like what we do, you go to Patreon.com, search for Retro Blist. We'll be there. Donate as little as a dollar a month. Up to 10 bucks a month. That'll get you a shout-out. 5 bucks will get you a vote on the game we cover the next month. Which will be coming next week, right? Yeah, The winner will be next yeah. week. So, Michael Thompson. Thompson? Thompson. The, Homsen, the uh, Thompson. His game got picked, and it's going to be Alex Kidd in Miracle World. That's right. Which I think we're actually going to cover as the last episode in November. I think we decided. I don't remember how this works out. I'm pretty sure that's how it works out. Because we have a special game for, for, Thanksgiving. The one, for Thanksgiving. Yes. I don't think we're going to say that yet, are we? I kind of want to. Should we go ahead and spoil it? All right, spoilers. I know we're rambling, but we're both pretty excited about the game we're covering for Thanksgiving. One of
1: our all-time favorites. Yeah. I decided, I think I talked you into it.
0: I was saving it, saving it. like, why should we save it? Yeah, we have this thing
1: where the big games we want to keep saving because we we hold them in such high regard. But uh, Thanksgiving, special episode. It's going to be Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3 for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Yeah,
0: the Manhattan Project. That's right. So, yeah, look forward to that. But in the meantime, go to Patreon.com, look for Retro Blist. But why would you when we can't even bother to form a complete sentence? That's really? right. Sorry. Or
1: make really well-thought-out thoughts. So I'm tired of talking about
0: this. I'm ready to get into Top Gear. Let's do it. Top Gear. Let's get in to it. Okay. <laughs> so let's just start with what is Top Gear? Let's uh, just shark. <laughs> let's just shark. So Top Gear uh-huh. again. It's not based on the British television show, although I honestly assumed it was before I knew. In my better. head, I had what was the game we played before
1: this that started out as a magazine?
0: Oh, Need for Speed was Road and Track Presents. Okay, okay, Speed. that's what yeah. I,
1: I kept thinking that Top Gear was a magazine no. too, but I probably just because of Need for Speed.
0: No, this uh, this is like I said, it was one of the very. I'm pretty sure Mario Kart was '91, okay. but this was like right after that. Um, and I think just. I mean, we're not getting into the graphics and gameplay yet. Well, I guess we are. The first thing that stands out, graphics or gameplay-wise, is this is an old-school style racing game. Yeah. This is not like Mario Kart or F-Zero that uses the Mode 7 graphics to look kind of 3D. This is very much an old-school racing game. Think Rad Racer, right, OutRun, yeah. yes. um, those kind of games. Night Rider, you know. Yeah, exactly. So... <laughs> i don't know how it's like scrolling is that the way to describe yes, it? yes yeah right so it's, it's like scrolling graphics it's your very old school but because they keep it that simple they're able to uh, i guess to not stress the super nintendo and not do more than it can handle so let's just get into the graphics okay trevor when we booted this game up
1: should we just go ahead and give away the first complaint you think because it kind of has to do with the way the game looks
0: Yeah, yeah. I think when you're talking graphics, this is the first thing you're going to notice. Okay, no
1: matter if you're playing one or two players, which makes sense with two players, obviously, but even one
0: player, it's a split-screen game. This always threw me off so much. I always thought I was doing something wrong, but yes, this game is split-screen no matter what you're doing. Yes. Which is great for two-player, and uh, spoiler, it's really... Strange. I was going to use a word that might give away my review. It really works for two player. Obviously, you won't split screen. Yes, but why? the The way they explain it is is showing you like your computer rival. There's 20 cars on the track, but one of them is like your rival. So it's trying to like mimic a two player game by showing you what they're doing all the time. But it's just it doesn't make any sense. Why would they do that?
1: And I told you. That the reason I was a little disappointed with that decision is because the game itself, even with the split screen, looks pretty great. It's very colorful. Mm -hmm. Uh, The the graphics, it looks like a really beefed up, nice looking Rad Racer
0: to me. It does. Yeah, they really... I think they made a pretty good decision by going simple. Like I said, it's a a more old-school racing game than you might expect on the Super Nintendo. But with
1: that being said, the reason I said that is I think it could have looked even better single-player if they had just let it be just a
0: one-screen thing. Yeah, because by splitting the screen like that, I think it takes up more resources. Yeah, it feels like it would. I I don't know why they did that. Um, I will say, I'll talk about the sequels a little bit later, but the sequels did away with that. Right. The single-player is a full-screen. But don't let that throw you off too much because you're going to get so probably uh focused on what you're doing you're not even going to notice after a while
1: yeah eventually that's just a small complaint honestly and it's just so visible and in your face that you can't help but notice it now trevor the top gear games in general there's been what three of them i think
0: three on the super nintendo right yeah. yeah uh
1: i had i'd heard of them growing up yeah very little but i never played any of them until very recently what about you
0: i don't know how i missed out on these because I don't think we ever had them when we originally had the Super Nintendo. Which is strange, because
1: growing up, we all loved racing games. Yeah, we loved
0: racing games. This is a great two-player one. And I personally, I mean, I I want to do a Rad Racer episode at some point, so I don't want to talk too much about that game. But I loved Rad Racer. Rad Racer was my true introduction to racing games. Pole position for the Atari was the first one I played. Mine was Bill Elliott's NASCAR racing. Really? (laughs) Really? Is that NES? Yes. Yeah, it is. we need to cover that sometime, I even mean, though it's probably terrible. <laughs> but um Yeah, Rad Racer just I loved it. And this to me feels like I mean it's not even made by the same people. Rad Racer was actually Squaresoft. Yeah. Fun fact. Um but it feels like a super version of Rad Racer in in the best way possible. Right. Um but yeah, graphically I agree. It's just very colorful. It moves I mean, for this kind of game, it moves fast. It's still like a scrolling it's like the track is scrolling and your car is just moving left or right.
1: I thought it did but, a really good job considering that it's a more... I hate saying simple because it feels like I'm putting it down. But it's... For how how they decided to make this game, it still did mm-hmm. a really decent job to me giving you a sense of speed.
0: Yeah. The, the car models are just big and chunky. Yeah. And the track moves by really fast. <laughs> Which I can identify exactly, with. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. And um the the terrain comes up on you really quick you have just enough time to react i think the graphics are really good for what they are yeah i agree i mean i mean how does it compare to something like mario kart it's not as, it's nowhere near as techno- can't speak technologically advanced as mario kart
1: i would say mario but, kart is a better looking game but this one don't let that knock this one though this one right. still looks pretty great on its own
0: merits it's, it's it just holds up so well because it was yeah. simple but good looking to begin with yes
1: so, Which is how I describe myself in all my dating apps. Yes. Simple, but... He's a simple man.
0: But he's good. Okay, yeah, I don't even do that. <laughs> I'm not going to cut you down anymore, so I'm just going to let yourself do it. Okay. So, uh, I think the graphics move right into the gameplay with this one.
1: Yes. Um, At the top Gear speed. <coughs> Around the microphone.
0: I think... Professional? Just right off the front. Podcasters. The controls, obviously, are simple with this kind of game. You're just moving left and right. You can break which I rarely did. Oh, we're doing gameplay now. Yes. Yeah, you said we're moving yes, into it. I did. I'm on board. Let's do this. Wow. <laughs> you let me do the heavy lifting. And by that, you mean you're not paying attention to me. No,
1: I'm paying attention to you, but my brain works as in I'm paying attention, but also thinking
0: of jokes at the same right, time. Let's, let's have a jingle. Gameplay! Let's do it! All right. So, for a game of this type, with yes. the Rad Racer Outrun feel, sometimes I feel like those games, you don't have much control. You know what I mean? Like it's just kind of doing it for you. Yeah. This game does not feel like that. You really have to be paying attention. You have to be on it. When you see a turn coming up, I finally figured out you're almost better off... Johnny squeaking the chair. Sorry. So You're almost better off... <laughs> I'm trying to get comfortable here. <laughs> uh, turning a little bit before the turn comes. Yes. So you can be prepared. Um, there, There's a little bit of strategy involved to in how you handle the turns.
1: Now, I think it's really important to say when you boot the game up... Instead of hitting the start button, you need to hit the A button because that actually lets you get into your actual setup of the game, which is a little strange to me. So yeah, because it tells you to hit start.
0: You hit start and you're good. But then if you hit start again, it just takes you right into the game. Yeah. You, yeah, you need to hit your A button. We're like, come on! I know there's options, but we couldn't figure out any options at all. Yeah. So once you hit yeah. your A
1: button, though, you're actually allowed to uh, pick your car. And there's four different cars. They're yeah. each different, a little different from each mm-hmm. other. Uh, you get to you get to pick. Your transmission? Are you going to be an automatic or a manual? And I actually played both versions, and I got to say, as a guy who almost always picks automatic, in this game, I think I would I should have stuck with just manual because yeah. it was a little actually a little more fun on I, this one.
0: I I picked manual and I stuck with it in this game. I'm the same way. It it, it felt fun because it was simple. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So you and the four different cars. Honestly, this is not a deep game, but this is where the, the strategy. Starts,
1: yeah. There actually is some strategy in this game, which I really appreciated. Yeah, so some of these, the, there's a lot of tracks in this game, we'll get to that at some yeah. point, I'm sure. But some of these tracks are fairly large and they'll have pits on them, mm-hmm. and that's where the strategy comes in. You're gonna, are you gonna pit? When are you gonna pit? Mm-hmm. Are you just gonna conserve your fuel because you got a fuel gauge on your screen? There's all kinds of things you can you can do with this game. I thought that part of it was really well done. Well though I will say, in my experience, every time I pitted, it didn't help me whatsoever.
0: So you do have to you can't just pit whenever it's true. Like <laughs> we'll get to that too, especially by accident. Oh goodness. Don't so really... the car that I picked was a little bit slower than Johnny's, but it had good fuel consumption. Yeah. So there were some races where he I think you pretty much had to pit, like on the next to last lap. But I was able to push it and make it because my car um, had better fuel consumption. But you can also push it too far. We both ran out of gas on that first longer race. That's right, yeah. Um, But that's really, I mean, it's simple. It's not like, its I love it because you actually have to decide, am I going to try to push it and coast? Because you can coast when you run out of gas. And if you saved your turbo boost, which you always get three every race, even if you're out of gas, you can use those and keep going. Plus, if other cars hit you, they can bump you up the track. And they'll hit you. Right. So, it really is sort of a push your luck kind of thing. But there's some tracks you pretty much are going to need to pit. But the other cool thing is, is when you pull in a pit, you can stay as long as you want to. Like, every second you get more gas.
1: Yeah, you can watch your fuel your fuel yeah. bar fill up. And you can stay as long as you want to. Or you can even just not get any and just leave. So, <laughs> Which I did the first time by accident.
0: Johnny, I don't remember which race it was, but you went to pit like five times by accident that one race. Okay, now that's... Okay, let's get into this.
1: <laughs> let's get into the uh, track. Overall, most of the tracks that we played I really liked quite a bit. I thought they were well made. Mm-hmm. They varied in how they looked, which is really impressive in this type of game to me. I really liked that, and I wanted to play more tracks when we were done, so that's saying something, but this one track irritated me because it was poorly designed, in my opinion... Since where the track got skinnier or thinner, that's where they put the pits and if you were coming out of a curve. And I almost always accidentally went into it. One time I was knocked into it by a computer <laughs> car. And three other times I went into it by accident because I didn't realize <laughs> it was coming up. And my game, though it's supposed to tell you the pits are coming up, my screen would never tell me. So
0: this game is really uh, stingy with with handing out information. Yes. Like it doesn't, every single lap it doesn't tell you what lap you're on. It tells you, I think, when you're halfway done, and then it tells you on the last lap. It'll say final lap, at least. It'll say final lap. So that can give you an idea when you need to pit. But also, right, it is, every time you're coming up on the pits, it doesn't tell you. I'm not sure how it decides when it tells you. That's right. Um, so you got to kind of yeah. learn,
1: and it's not always near the, the finish line,
0: as you would think. Right. So, yeah, getting into pits is a little tricky. But I still overall really like that part of it because I think it makes sense in this Now, game.
1: I will say, that's the only track in which I... I experienced that and was very annoyed with it. I even cussed during that part Yeah, because I was getting really frustrated and mad that that kept happening to me, but that was the only track that I experienced that on.
0: Yeah. I think because you leave pits, I think almost at full speed, and you can get some gas in just a couple seconds, pitting once doesn't ruin you, but I would say if you're pitting more than once in a race, you're probably doing something wrong. Yeah. At least the races we played. Yes. And there's some tracks you don't even have to pit on at all because they're so short. But you, I don't know, it adds a little tiny bit of strategy. Both in the car you pick, I'm pretty sure the way you drive affects it too. Like if you hit a bunch of stuff and keep having to start back in first gear, I think it uses more gas. I think that's kind of cool. And I gotta say, this is about the only game I've ever played where the pits didn't just feel pointless to me. Right. Because usually I don't even bother, but it makes, it adds a little twist to this game. Um. That being said, the, th- the three turbo boost. I would say are another little element of strategy, because when you use those, is so important. Oh, yeah. You always get three every race, and they're very, I would say, powerful. Like, they make you quite a bit faster.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. They definitely do. And also, the the AI of the other cars mm-hmm. is, man, we played it on the Professional, which was a medium, medium mm-hmm. difficulty, and even on that, they were a bunch of jerks. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. You know why I think this game works better than, like, I mean, I loved Rad Racer, but why I think this one is a deeper game than Rad Racer is you really don't want to hit stuff, as in, bumping into other cars really kills your speed, so you really are trying to weave in and out, and so that's the main difficulty of the game right there, is not hitting the other cars or anything on the road, Yeah, and it's tricky because you've got to really handle your corners and stuff. And the other cars will definitely get in your way. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um,
1: They'll knock you into the pits.
0: They will. What was the... Uh, oh, one of the funniest things in this game. I don't think we did it. But if somebody's pulling into pits because they're about out of gas, you can pull them behind them and slam into them and force them out of pits. <laughs> I mean, you kind of have to do it intentionally. You're not going to do it by accident, but it's pretty funny. Um, you can also help each other out because I guess we didn't mention sort of the theme of the game is you're trying to be the number one racer in the world, and you're going through all these different countries yes. racing. And if you're playing two-player, I'm pretty sure as long as one of you finishes... I don't even know what position you have to finish in. As long as one of you places well, you get to keep going. Yeah, um, And so you kind of help each other out. Like, if you stall out on the track, I can hit you and knock you up. Right. Um, so it's kind of like you are a team. In a way, yeah. I mean, you still... You're going to play somewhere between first and 20th. Yeah. But So the tracks... This is what blew me away. Yeah, this is this has to be a record for the Super Nintendo, at least up to this point. I'm
1: going to ask you something after you tell the people how many tracks there are.
0: So to be honest, I don't know exactly how many tracks there are, but I know there was at least six in every country we went to, right?
1: Yeah, I, I would say. And how many countries are there? And
0: there's USA, uh, South America, Japan, Germany, France, Italy, Scandinavia, UK... So you're looking one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, including USA. Yeah, you got to be close to fifty tracks.
1: And they just needed Australia, and it was, would have been a perfect one. Yes,
0: because Australia is the best. That's right. So like I don't know, forty to fifty tracks for a sixteen minute racer. That's that, impressive. That's amazing. Now I do
1: wonder because we didn't play every one. There's just right. no way we could. We didn't have time to do that. But I wonder if they start to kind of repeat a little bit.
0: I do wonder that too. But we went through. We were on the third country. Yeah, we did go through three countries. USA, uh, South America, and, and Japan. Japan.
1: And those varied pretty well, I thought. The
0: track designs were all different, I'm sure. Yeah. Which is impressive. Like, if you're in Japan, there might be like the dojo-looking buildings in the background. Yeah. I'm not saying it really looks like the country you're in, but the track layout, they all seem to be unique. And there's always something there to show you where you are. Like... um, uh, Was it like Vegas was in the background in USA... You know, in San Francisco, there's a bridge in the background. Yeah. So, yeah, in each country, there's different cities. So, it's... it's You're looking at, like, six... Wait, you're telling me that countries have different cities in them? Yeah, but I just realized there's not just eight different, like, layouts or uh, settings. There's six settings in each country. So, there's, like... That's a lot. It's a lot of assets, is what I'm saying.
1: Oh, okay. But you're saying that there's different cities in different
0: countries. There are. That's impressive. And people live in
1: those cities. This is blowing my mind.
0: Whew. This is another one of those episodes where I'm not sure what I'm saying right now. I know. I'm (laughs) on top of this. The words coming out of my mouth are are slowing me down. (laughs) So, yeah. Tons of tracks. Very impressive. 20 cars on the screen. Pits. Turbo Boost. Automatic or manual transmission. Some strategy involved, but it's still basically just hit the gas and go which I love. Yes.
1: This, this is this is what I want in an arcade racer, as in it's arcadey enough where I can really get into it and I don't need to know all the nuts and bolts mm-hmm. of, of a car because I don't know any of that stuff. But also there's enough strategy involved that, that it really helps break that up and not make it get tedious.
0: Yes. And what makes this probably a great single or multiplayer experience is is the spot they're being somewhere in the neighborhood of 50 tracks, it makes it really easy to continue. Because if you place in a country high enough to be able to continue, you get a password. And all the
1: passwords are actual words. Like, which, yeah, it's, it's which like... Which helps. Like one was car lo- uh, parking lot. Yeah. One was... Uh,
0: Moonstruck. Moonstruck.
1: or Education something. or something yeah, like educated. that. Yeah, educated. So it's actual yeah. words, and that helps quite a bit.
0: Yeah, so so if you need to know where you left off, you can just look online. And like if you're on UK, you can just look up the password for UK. Yeah. So that that's pretty great um that being said that's pretty much it whether you're playing single player or two player you're trying to make it through all the countries and finish at to the top and it'll take you a long time to do that because there's so many tracks
1: that's for sure yeah let's get into our favorite part of this game Well what was my favorite part
0: i i think i i spilled the beans it was my favorite part before we played okay too. yeah
1: well let's clean those beans up and let's say that our favorite part was the music in this game oh yeah this, you said it has about four tracks. and I think you're right. That's what I remember. Yeah, I think
0: it's just four tracks.
1: Two of the tracks, I would say, are above Mediocre, and then the other two tracks are Amazing. Yes. <laughs> would be my... Like, the the opening one you get is one of the better songs I've heard in quite a while on a Super Nintendo, in my opinion. I would yeah. put it right up there with uh, Donkey Kong Country and Mario music, which is saying a lot, because I thought it was just as good. You mentioned that it felt like it had emotion in it, yeah. and it does.
0: <laughs> Two of the tracks, the, I yeah. think it's called track one, and then I don't know if it's three or four. Right. Those two that really stand out. It's like, yeah, I told you, it's like Donkey Kong Country. This doesn't need to have emotion, but it does. Right, yeah, it really does. And it makes the game so much better. To the
1: point where it feels like it should have lyrics to it. Yeah. Which
0: is pretty incredible. That first song sounds a little bit like, um, what is that? Don't hurt me no more. I, I thought of Saturday Night Live, that, that oh, skit yeah, uh, yeah. where they're bouncing their heads. It just makes you want to dance. Yeah. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Now. It's hitting me, yeah. That's the trap. Not of the like. Roxbury's kind of thing. Yeah, yes. yeah. It's just grooving and makes you want to dance. It's so awesome. And I heard, uh, and I think most people love the music in this game. I heard one person uh, doing a video of this game or a review or something, and he couldn't stand the music. He said it sounds to him like there's just a billion things going on and he can't pick any of it out. So maybe some people's ears aren't hearing all the, I don't get that. Maybe mm. they're not hearing everything.
1: Perhaps they just like music that only has one instrument. Maybe.
0: Maybe. Like the the triangle, ding, 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 yeah. ding, ding, did it, ding, did it, ding, ding. Yes, but oh man,
1: I mean, you loved it
0: overall. I, I loved it. Two yeah. of the,
1: like I said, two of the songs are fantastic, and the other two songs are still pretty dang good.
0: The other two, one of them was like a, the Peter Gunn thing from uh Spy Hunter a little bit. Oh, yeah, it didn't like that. And the, the other one was good too, but those two just stand out. Yeah, for sure. Uh, go to YouTube um, and look. up. No, I'm not going to. You don't tell me what to do. Top Gear Super Nintendo Track One. I Think is the the first one that stands out, and I don't know what the other one is, but that's a great name. You should just listen to the whole soundtrack, it's so cool. You should, and uh, thank us, yeah. I mean,
1: really, if you I hate it, then thanked. uh, we didn't tell you. And if you hate it, then uh, Trevor told you to do it, so uh, and then, and then let's get to the sound too. Let's not leave the sound out, yeah. The music is just so good that it kind of dwarfs everything, mm. but the I mean, it sounds just like a race car game, like yeah. nothing. To the point where it stood out to me, so I guess that means they did a good job.
0: I think they knew the music was good, because no matter what you're doing, the music always stands out. Yeah. Like, you hear the engines, and you hear the screeches and stuff, but the music stands out. Um, but yeah, there's no annoying sounds. Like, some racing games... Was it the Kyle Petty game? Or the... No, it was that uh, Monster Truck game. Uh where the the engines always have a horrible sound. Couple winners there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, there's nothing like that here. Everything sounds fine. Yeah. But the composer, which you're gonna find out more about if you stick around for the bliss quiz. I'm not gonna do it. Uh Barry Laked Leaked, I don't know how to pronounce his name. He's Scottish. But he did an amazing job here. He's awesome. I'll and he did that some much. other games, which you'll find out.
1: I'm actually very excited about this. Uh sure. That being said. Is there anything else about this game you want to say before we get into our final scores?
0: I feel like I've been rambling, but I, I don't want to undersell this game because th- this is not nostalgia speaking. I think I think we, I was an adult before I played this game. Yeah, we have time. no nostalgia
1: with this game. Yeah,
0: I've had it for years, but I don't think I had it as a kid. This at all. is really
1: my first time really sitting down and really, 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 really playing this.
0: It is just a game that absolutely would have loved if I had it. You know, even with Mario Kart on the same system, because it feels so different. It's just, it's got a great feel to it. Um, And that music is just like, it just gets me. It's just, I can't not be happy and listen to that.
1: It's very, very good, for sure.
0: Um, Yeah, I think I'm ready to go into the ratings.
1: All right, what's yours?
0: All right, so let's just keep it simple this time, because I usually don't. (laughs) I think this game shines as a two-player game. The split-screen thing is weird. That's really my one big flaw with this game. There's only one for me is why is it split screen, even if you're just playing single player? That's silly. Silliness. Whoever made that decision probably regretted it. But it doesn't ruin it at all. Um, there's just a lot here with all the tracks. And yeah, some of them look very similar, but it's still a lot of content. Um, if I just went down the line, I would say gameplay is very good. It's better than it looks like it's going to be. It looks like it's just going to be Rad Racer 2.0. But to me, it feels a little deeper than that. Just a little. Just a touch. The gameplay is very good. The graphics are good. I would say too very good. And the music is overall just awesome. Just can't keep from smiling when I listen to it. Um, i try to remember all the racing games we covered on this show. Call Patty. Ugh. So it's way better than Kyle Petty. Need for Speed. Honestly, Need for Speed was a 32-bit racing game. I yeah. think this one holds up so much better. Beetle Adventure Racing. We've not covered that one yet, have we? Yeah, I thought we did. No. No, you're. Th- I want to cover that one, but we covered Penny Racers. Oh, that's the one I'm thinking of. Which was not yeah. that good. <laughs> okay. Yeah, this looking- is definitely better than it. <laughs> Probably the best racing game we've up to this point would either be Need for Speed or uh, uh, Daytona USA. Yeah. Daytona USA. That's what I wanted to say this game reminds me of Daytona USA so much and that I can't separate my love for this music from the rest of the game. Um, Because I think, you know, the sequels to this game, maybe up the gameplay a little bit, but it's hard. I just love those songs so much.
1: I'm going to give a spoiler alert. I played the second one. I think I played a little bit of the third one and they're still very, very good. Like I would, whenever we review those, I'm sure we will at some point, they're still very fun, but mm-hmm. the I don't remember the music standing out to me like it does on this one.
0: In my head I remember the second one having great music. But I'm not saying
1: the music was bad, but like but this I one. Remember being like this, this one has songs that really stuck out to me. Right.
0: Anyways, I guess I'm rambling. Yeah, you got, <laughs> I said I was gonna keep it short. And you didn't. This is the uh, longest one have uh, ever done. Which eight sport? out of ten. Eight out of ten? Yeah. That's
1: pretty dang good. Yeah. So I went into this one. I really wanted to play this game. Uh it just, it just looked like it looked like it was going to be fun, and it did not disappoint me. I'll get the negatives out of the way first for me. First of all, the split screen thing, even on single player, is just a strange decision, and I think we got to be honest and say that that I don't know if they went back and tried to do this that they would do that again. I think you said that, but
0: they didn't do it in the sequels. So. Yeah,
1: so I didn't like that whatsoever. I thought that <laughs> was a little strange and odd, and even a little dumb.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: Overall, the track designs are very, very good, but a couple of them, like I said, I went to the pits by accident a few times. One time wasn't even my fault, and it was because (laughs) of where the pit was placed, so that was terrible track design right there, in my opinion. (laughs) So, I'm going to fault them a little bit for that, but overall, the tracks are very good, and I wanted to play all of them, so that's Mm -hmm. saying something. This is a very fun game. Of the racing games we played, I definitely have to say this was... I probably had the most fun with this one.
0: Rock and roll racing. That's the one we forgot.
1: Okay. Well, I put that on a different pedestal because yeah. of nostalgia for me. I love that game. I'm going to put this below Rock and Roll Racing for me personally mm-hmm. because I love that game. And I don't remember what I gave, what score I gave that game. Can you look it up real quick?
0: I only write down my scores, but I oh, think it was like right a nine out of ten. You, okay, we love that game. All right, so I think not, I gave it like eight and a half or something. But
1: I have a score in my head for this one, and it's I'm going to tell you it's the same score you gave it. I was going to yeah. give this an eight. This is a very fun game. I really liked it quite a bit. Um it's it's just a lot of fun, especially two player. This game shines as a two player game. And it's already split screen anyway, so why wouldn't you just play two yeah. player?
0: <laughs> it's like you're not losing out anything by playing two player because you're going to be split screen anyway.
1: Yeah. So I highly recommend this is definitely retro bliss approved, I would say.
0: And you know to be fair, right on the front of the cartridge it says one or two player simultaneous action. So they're really pushing that. This is definitely retro bliss approved Diddy Kong Racing. Okay, we we've covered some good racing games on this show. I also gave Diddy Kong Racing an 8, but I like that one more than you did. Yeah.
1: I would put this one... Diddy Kong Racing is still good, but I would put this one above it for fun for me, personally.
0: For me, based on fun factor, and this ain't saying a lot, because I've always... I have a soft spot for Diddy Kong Racing. I would say it's right there with it. And Rock and Roll Racing, it's a totally different kind of game. But, um, yeah, this is, this is up there for me. We've not covered Mario Kart yet. It's one of those big ones we're saving. Yeah. I guess, or whatever. For some... Maybe Christmas. But... <laughs> I'm I'm just gonna say it. I think this might be my favorite racing series on the Super Nintendo, with the possible exception of Mario Kart. Because come on, it's Mario Kart. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So awesome, retro books approved. It goes for about ten bucks. Oh yes, all it's day a no brainer.
1: All day long. This this game is well worth ten dollars for sure.
0: The sequel goes for about twice that, and the third one, a Top Gear three thousand, is like thirty five bucks. So it's become a little bit more rare. But I would say start with this one. If you love it, you might end up getting the other ones too. Yeah. But just know that the, this one feels a little different than the sequels. Just a little. What we think. From what I remember. <laughs> yeah, spoiler. We don't want to give that away. Yeah. So, rambling end. Right here. And in end of rambling. rambling. And uh, let's start rambling round two. About. Because <laughs> it's time for fan feedback. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, 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 bum. So, uh, while you're looking up stuff, I'm doing what I should have done before we started recording. And I want to tell people to head to iTunes. That's a good idea. Leave us a five-star review. Yep. We've only had one like in the last month or two we months. we
1: appreciated it.
0: Yeah, it's been almost, in almost two months we've only had one new review. So what I'm saying is, um, we're going to stop the podcast. We're done. <laughs> No, just, just go to iTunes. This us, is, this is yeah. new to me. This is how you're going to tell this, me that this, you're done with this, news this to show. Johnny.
1: <laughs> So I guess I'm going to be doing this show
0: by myself. So uh, it just helps people find us, and it helps us grow, so that we can have a little spark in our souls.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> this, if you leave the show, it's just just going to become me reading just one sentence out of Andrew Coed's paragraphs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so uh, go to Instagram. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm choking.
1: Yeah, I did on that. air. His, our friendship makes him do that. He's, he loves me so much.
0: <laughs> Go to Instagram and follow Retro Blissed. Uh I post on there almost every day. And I posted about this game. And asked you if you had any memories. That makes sense. Yes. And people on Instagram, which you should be on there. What did they say? Well, first of all, uh, Heartthrob uh, tagged Ignition Photo. And Ignition Photo seems to be a car guy. He must... uh. He really likes the cars and such. And uh, he said that Hector had this back in the day, and it was so much fun.
1: Oh, good job, Hector.
0: I don't know who Hector was, but he had good taste in games. That's right. So, uh, oh, mercy. My thing's after now. All right, Jerry Terrifying. Ah! He said he played the heck out of this as a kid. All in. Sorry. That actually was a typo, but I I read it as it was. All I remember is I always chose the white car. (laughs) That's the one I chose. That's probably a good uh, that, idea. Yeah, that's the one that gets the best yeah. gas mileage. Uh, he's yes. <laughs> we're very we're, yeah. we're very uh, economical. Economical. He said fun. he hopes to find a cheap copy sometime. Uh, do it; it's so worth ten bucks. Uh, Retro game collector Sweden said, "Thumbs up, thumbs up." Shones, CV seventy nine said, "I've never heard of this game. It looks like Rad Racer with a facelift." I want to say boo to that comment, but it's actually true. It's Rad Racer with an awesome face and gameplay lift.
1: Yeah, I would I would agree with that.
0: Yeah. I have yeah. our
1: Facebook up. Oh, yeah. And we have some fan feedback on there. Daniel Chavez said, a fan we've actually met in real life, IRL. That means in real life. Oh, okay. That. He said, I didn't play this one, but played Top Gear 2. I remember enjoying it a lot, and it was one of the few racing games I actually liked. Uh, I'm going to read Andrew Coed's last. Uh, Steve Nick said, my first love of Top Gear, pretty sure looking up the game a dozen years later on Wikipedia was how I discovered uh, Clarkson's Magical Mystery Tour. MJ Clark said, this is one of the first uh, games I picked up when I got a Super Nintendo. It was a fun racing and it was super cheap when I got it. And Timmy Mack chimed in and said, not a bad racing game, colorful graphics and decent gameplay. Top Gear, let's get into it. I really hope that starts <laughs> Okay, here we go. Now, uh, Andrew Coed, I'm going to do a, you a solid and actually read your entire paragraph here. Okay. <clears throat> another one I never played, but while I'm here, I want to encourage everyone to listen to the Michael Jackson's Moonwalker episode of Genesis Gems. It was the best episode ever. Oh, and also listen to the Shadow of the Ninja episode on... Oh, I can't talk about... It. It's just... It was another uh, podcast where these two fellas played nintendo Mm. again that is the best episode they have ever put out oh yeah and now that i'm done reading andrew's comment i want to take this opportunity to mention that andrew coed is a handsome and intelligent man now andrew we love you here at retro bliss but i need to chastise you for this simple (laughs) fact we do not condone anybody and if we find it very rude come to our page on Mm -hmm. our show and mention other shows we would never do something like that
0: there's no way that i would get us a spot on the genesis gems podcast by being annoying and going to their page constantly and and advertising us that did not happen we
1: would not stoop to that level okay no
0: (laughs) and we have this little thing called integrity and, and i'm just and i hate to do this because you know the podcasting community should be friendly, and you know we're all retro gaming gaming people here. That's how that's worded, right? Yeah, I'm with you. So we should be friendly, but you just gotta call out foul behavior when you see it. Yes, oh yes, and yes. It, and if you follow this post, oh I saw red on this. Ah, uh, Aaron Hickman. Oh, it's on Aaron. It know, is on. I don't know who you think you are. Yeah, who do you think you are, Aaron Hickman? If that's your real name, he he he. Hashtag Genesis Gems. In our post about a game we're covering, you know what? Just
1: because Aaron makes pretty amazing music as what's his D Y A Dya D Y I, how
0: yeah. does he spell it? D-Y-A.
1: DYA, Make sure you go check out. Hey, Quit that giving out.
0: him free advertisement.
1: I'm no. I'm saying just because he makes great music yeah. with that and has an actually a pretty great podcast, Genesis Gems,
0: does not mean he has the right to do this. And just because he's a really nice guy, and I think yeah. I really like to hang out in real life. Like, I think, IRL. We, I think we could be friends. Yeah, I consider us friends already. I mean, we could have a bromance between the three of us. Yes, I think so. A triple bromance. But despite all that, shame on you, sir. Yeah, that's right. Uh we, We're we not going to take it. No, nope.
1: I'm officially saying that now, Trevor. I know you, uh... You will be on board on anything I say. You will back me up and endorse all the dumb things I will ever say out of my mouth. And this will be no exception. We are starting a podcast war with Genesis Gems. You heard it here first. You're going down, Genesis Gems. You're going down. And by that, I mean, can you have us on again? And we'd really like that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, right, I can use the bump right. Let's, yeah. let's get on the show. Yeah, please. All right. Enough of that. I think it's time
1: for... A commercial break. Let's do it right now. A commercial. Let's get into it. All right.
0: When you decide to step up to this kind of power, this kind of challenge, this kind of flying, crashing feeling, when you decide to get serious, there's only one place to come the games of Super Nintendo. No one else creates this kind of experience. No one else creates these kinds of games. Now you're playing with power, superpower. Wow! Whoo! This episode's something else. I tell you what. I tell you what.
1: I think. I think as well. Therefore, I am. And I am as well. And I am the to be or not to be. What are you doing? Oh, you threw oh, me off. Sorry. I was we building were, up steam. You were doing a good now, job. Let's do it again. All right, start over. I, I think. Therefore, I am. And I am too. The bliss, bliss Quiz. quiz. I like it. I'm there. 100%. Turn us off.
0: Go listen to Genesis Gems or two <laughs> Fellas playing their Nintendo. Two fellows in a Nintendo Entertainment System. Whatever that other podcast is called. Yeah.
1: Um. They don't. They don't need us to bump them. Up.
0: <laughs> they really don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> they're like we're like the little hot dog stand on the corner that sells. <laughs> we sell like stale hot dogs and old relish, and they're like McDonald's.
1: No, no. I'm going to give us a compliment. Okay. Okay. We're like that hot dog stand, but our hot dogs are, are like the town's secret that but only a few people know that we're actually pretty good or at least delicious. Mm-hmm. But we're right next to a giant con- uh, conglomerate. How didn't conglomerate. say it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a conglomerate. Conglomerate? Conglomerate? Like a steakhouse, a chain yeah. steakhouse chain
1: that does really well for itself. Yeah because overall it's you know anyway trevor it's time for the bliss quiz we already did that yeah i'll go first are you ready okay all right let's get the show over question number one Uh on my bliss quiz here i'm about to read it right now i hope you're prepared i bet you are i'm going to read this sentence like the concomment i am here we go i used that word perfectly Uh and said it perfectly which of these is not true so, you're going to pick the false statement Okay. about Jeremy Clarkson, who of course is one of the hosts, uh-huh. or used to be, uh, on UK's version of Top Gear, an incredibly popular show that has nothing to do with the game we played, yeah. <laughs> but it has the same name, and it was about cars. Here we go. Number one, Levi's, the jeans, mm-hmm. blamed him for the downfall of jeans, of their sales in their jeans <laughs> in the 90s. <laughs> B, he once wrote to school on a camel. C, he his parents got rich off of teddy bear sales, or D, he took his driver's test in a Bentley. Which one of these is not
0: true? So three are true? Correct. I think the teddy bear thing is just too off the wall, and it's not really your sense of humor, so I'm going to rule that one out. I think that's true. The Levi thing is so weird. I think you're trying to trick me. I'm trying to look in your eyes right now. (laughs) What do you say? Because he always wore these jeans and they look like Levi jeans to me. Why would that hurt the sales? Because he was popular. Uh, but then the Bentley one sounds true. And then what was the other one besides the teddy bear? Uh
1: he once rode to school on a camel.
0: That I feel like you could have made that up. But the Levi things throw me off too, because I feel like he would have helped their sales, not hurt them. But I'm gonna say the camel. Riding on school on a camel is false. Is that your final answer? Yeah. You win this one. That's right. Uh-huh. He
1: actually was blamed by Levi because they said he was middle-aged wearing their pants. <laughs> so many people. <laughs> so many people. <laughs> made people think they're for old people. Yes.
0: <laughs>
1: That's amazing. That really made me laugh. And his parents, the reason that his parents came into money, they were poor when he was born. But the, I, I don't know why I found this fascinating. You know a Paddington bear?
0: Oh, yeah, there's movies.
1: Yeah, uh, it's really popular. It was book, uh, children's books and yeah. all that kind of stuff. But apparently they made a Paddington Bear teddy bear, and it took off. Wow. So that's how they got a lot of money.
0: Huh. All right, well, you're going to find some information about the game now. Okay. So Top Gear, the series, uh, there's three on the Super Nintendo. Um, by the way, I didn't even mention, I have, uh, there's Top Gear Rally games that are part of the same series on the N64 I personally think they're really cool and underrated, but that's a topic for another day. So Top Gear used assets from what other racing series? Uh, I'm going to give you three choices. Did it use assets from Ferrari Fast Lane, the Lotus series, or Mario Kart? When you say assets, they actually took parts of the game. Right, Gremlin Interactive actually uh, used some of the design elements. I don't know how else to put it. Maybe some of the graphical elements, even. I'm
1: going to go with the Lotus one.
0: That's right, uh, which they also developed. Um, and I have, I think it's Lotus 2 on the Sega Genesis. That's what made me think of it, because it, yeah. it kind of gave, I, I see it. Does that make sense? Right. I don't f- remember enjoying that series as much as Top Gear, but I think they were pretty solid.
1: Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah.
0: Okay, Trevor,
1: number two, IMDb game. All right. Here we go. The game is, the game goodness gracious the movie is called viva las vegas uh-huh. and i'm doing that because it's the 1964 elvis presley uh-huh. movie all right here's what the movie was about race car driver lucky jackson oh i saw this movie that right, right. i actually saw quite a bit myself <laughs> and spoiler alert my mom growing up my mom has always been a big elvis fan and this is one of the few Elvis movies that I actually enjoyed watching personally.
0: I saw this one a lot. Because it was race cars. Yeah, I think that's why.
1: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, Lucky Jackson goes, which I didn't realize his name was Lucky Jackson, goes to Las Vegas to earn money to pay for a new engine for his car. He gets a job as a waiter, and he still finds time to court young Rusty Martin, who I believe was actually a woman, but that sounds like a very manly <laughs> yeah. name. Sounds yeah. Sounds like a...
0: Like of an NASCAR driver, it really does. Rusty Barnes yeah, like a
1: NASCAR driver. Trevor, what is the IMDb score of this? Five thousand four hundred and forty nine people reviewed this movie.
0: Well, not to 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 uh, pop a squad on our childhood, <laughs> but I don't think any of the Elvis movies were actually like fantastic filmmaking. <laughs> they made a lot of money though, but they made a lot of money. And I remember loving. There's two, this one and the one about boat racing. Yes, yes. And it's just because there was boat racing yep. is why I loved it. But I'm guessing the re- the reviews weren't that good. Is there a range I have to, to win this question?
1: Uh, Get within point five, and I'll okay. give it to
0: you. I want to say 5.5. You barely lost it. 6.4. Uh, oh, wow. Which is higher than I thought it was. was higher than be. I thought, yeah. I personally like
1: this movie myself, but I'm unashamed about this. As in, I'm unashamed about a lot of things. Yeah. Except for when I see myself nude in the mirror. Oh. A lot of shame there. Trevor, question number two for you.
0: So, Mr. Barry Lachd liked however you say his name, the composer for this game. Right. Uh, from the wonderful rainy Scotland. What other series is he probably best known for? Okay. And we're going to do this a little different. So, to start it with, you get no hints. You get no choices. All I'm going to tell you is it's a series of games. But you're going to get to roll a dice. If you roll a one or a two, I'm going to give you one hint. A three or a four, you're getting two hints. Oh, okay. A five or six, you're getting all the hints. Okay, that's so what you're saying. Roll the dice and we'll see how lucky you get. All right. Two. Ooh, just one hint. <laughs> okay. So it's a racing game series. <laughs> that's not a hit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh. The other hints were better, but uh, you missed out. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so think what other racing game series uh, might he have been known for?
1: I'm going to assume the music's good in those because it's good in this one. Oh gosh. I'm going to go with, Lo- was it the Lotus games?
0: Because mm. I feel like there was more than one. See, I realize the flaw to my question, because you might be right. He might have made the music for those, but I was going for something. <laughs> little- All right, I'm going to let you guess again. Okay. That's not what I had in mind, but... Don't give me another hint. I only get, I got what I got. But just remember I said, probably best known for. Yeah. Well, uh, Okay. So, think a little bigger. That's all I'm telling you. All right. Uh, it's going to be hard without any more hints.
1: I don't want any though. I didn't earn them. Nope. <laughs> oh, gosh. Byron, I mean... <laughs> the roll of the dice. Roll of the dots <laughs> so just roll.
0: If you at home playing alone, just think. Another <laughs> racing game series. Oh, god! I don't think I would get this. I, honestly, it, it, the music doesn't remind me that much. Well, you're getting free hints that aren't even part of the hints.
1: Oh, man. I'm going to... Like, see, I don't even know what generation, what system. I don't know any of this stuff. So I'm gonna... sure you don't
0: want the next hint.
1: No, I didn't get it. I don't want it. Yeah. It's cheating. Gosh,
0: game integrity.
1: I do have that. To my own, def- to my own downfall. I do have that. Um. Oh gosh.
0: I'm gonna give you a hint that isn't actually one of my hints. Okay. You better hurry. Hurry. Because I'm in a. Hurry, I got you. I'm in a hurry. Yeah, you're in a hurry. You might say I'm in a... Limousine? <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, tractor trailer? A T wheeler that's what it is. Rush.
0: Oh! <laughs> I'm in a rush. Okay, okay that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, so uh, your next hit was going to be We Really Love the Multiplayer Stunt Mode. I would have got it from that. And then... Uh, on the Dreamcast is the one we really love, the San Francisco Yeah, that's one of our, I love that game. So yeah. he did pretty much all the Rush games, which some of the music in those games was really weird, but I remember Rush 2049 had really cool music, especially. Yeah. But okay, yeah. all right. Yep. Trevor. <laughs> Sorry to hurt your
1: brain so much. Nope, I blew that one. Trevor, number three, eBay game. I'm going to give you this product. Okay. but I'm not going to actually give it to you. I'm just going to tell you the name of it. You're going to tell me how much you think the buy now price is for this. Okay. I'm going to give you some hints, too, to help you along. Trevor, this is Top Gear 2 for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System, the actual game. It's just a cartridge in a clear plastic case. So it's not not in box. The box doesn't come with it. There's no instruction manual, any of that stuff. Here's the actual listing for how this was listed.
0: Okay. So I'm just going to say straight up. I know this game only goes for about 20 bucks, so there must be something funny about this one.
1: This is how they listed this game. Okay. You know, on eBay, you can put a, a little headline or whatever you want right. to call that. The title. This was the actual title for this. Top Gear 2 Upper... And they spelled Upper Nintendo instead of Super Nintendo. <laughs> uh, Top Gear 2 Upper Nintendo SNES Video Game Cartridge Rare Vintage.
0: See, I wouldn't have a way to play it because I don't have an Upper Nintendo.
1: Yeah, you don't. Nobody yeah. has an Upper Nintendo yeah. these days. A UNES... <laughs> uh, this, so Trevor If you were able to play on your upper Nintendo though yeah. How much do you think it would cost you To get this game Remember it's just a cartridge
0: And a clear case This could literally be anything Because this guy's apparently a little off his rocker <laughs> No I wouldn't say that So it should be about 20 bucks Assuming it's a decent shake uh-huh. But because you said this <laughs> If you get
1: within A thousand dollars Oh my goodness <laughs>
0: I hate to give oh. it away, but I want to say it. $9,999. You got to double it. You got to be kidding Twenty me. grand. dollars He wants $20,000 for this. Or if he's crazy or just trying to be funny.
1: I don't know. And I looked into it a little bit just because I was blown away by this. And it's an actual, they have an actual ground store where they sell old video games. I would never walk in there because I couldn't <laughs> afford a dang thing.
0: Wow. <laughs> All
1: right, Trevor, what's your last question?
0: So your last question, I hate to end on a boring one, but it's just another factual type thing. All right, which show about the completely unrelated to this game? BBC- Retro
1: Blist. What? You said which show? Retro Blist. Oh, okay. First show I always think of.
0: <laughs> exactly, me too. So Genesis Chimps. No, uh, which of these facts about the BBC show Top Gear? BBC show is true. BBC. <laughs> <laughs> the BBC show. The British Billy Cat. The BBC show. So, uh, which of these facts is true? They loved Uber Nintendos? About Top Gear. Okay. Non-related to this game. I want to point that out again. Did it begin in 1990?
1: I'm not, wait, sorry. I which interrupt. one is true? Okay. Only one That's is what true. I was going to ask. Which one is true? Alright.
0: Did it begin in 1990? Alright. Was it the most widely watched factual show in the world? Or was it nearly renamed Third Gear when it had a middling season, ratings-wise? Uh,
1: I believe it's the second one. I know noticed- it's... Show is huge at one point. So I'm with the number two.
0: Yeah, according to the Genesis Book of World Records, it's the most widely watched factual show in the world, which is amazing. Which means anything that's not like fiction. Yeah, I actually, and t- this is
1: a compliment to this show because I can't usually stand if I don't, if I'm not hardcore nerdy into the subject matter, it takes a lot for me to really enjoy a show that's just about that subject matter. But those three guys are so funny, mm-hmm. and they do a lot of really dumb, stupid things over the top. Mm-hmm. Little events and stuff that I actually really love. I show quite a bit.
0: I, I was going to say, I mean, this it actually has nothing to do with the game, but I-, I love this show. Yeah. Now I've not seen nearly all the episodes, but some of the ones I've seen are just like, frankly, incredible TV. Yeah, really like, funny. There's no way to explain it except just to watch it. Yeah. I don't really care about the individual details of all the cars, but the show's amazing. Right. Yeah. So uh, you, you got to check it out.
1: Um. That being said, it's time for Patreon. Should we do that first?
0: I think so. What's the other thing? Just ending it. So, (laughs) so, should we end it or do shout outs? (laughs) Yeah. I guess we'll do shout outs.
1: Alright, I was going to let you choose. Whatever you chose (laughs) is what I was going to do. Well,
0: I didn't check today to see if we have a new Patreon, so if we do... I have to apologize. Just look real quick for crap. Fine. Out. You better be entertaining. It <laughs> takes you a
1: dang up second. I got to log in. On. Oh, I'm sorry. You oh, sound French? I'm trying to do a French. Oh, oh,
0: oh sorry. If you're trying to offend our French listeners, we may or may not have. How many
1: of those do we have? Probably none. Oh, yeah. Probably definitely none now. If after you're a that. French
0: listener, let us know.
1: <laughs> if you're a French listener, how are the fries there? That's a good dad joke. Yeah. Don't you think? That's what I'm very good at. Gosh, it's taking you forever just to log in.
0: I told you it's not instant. I don't know why you think it's instant. Well, that's, well Graham is. I'll give you a dollar if we have a new Patreon. I'm <laughs> sure we don't.
1: I hope we do. I need that dollar to get him a crib.
0: <laughs> nope. Ah, oh, dang it. There goes my McGrib. <laughs> so, uh, thank you very much to our four patrons. You've been very loyal. And awesome, may I add. And I'm going to set up a new poll so you can vote for another game uh, this month that we'll cover next month. Now <laughs> we're getting yeah. crazy here. So uh, Andrew Coed, thank you. Coed, Coed, Coed. Michael T. Thompson.
1: T. Thompson, Thompson, Thompson.
0: Mike Vito. Edo, Edo, Vito. And Caleb Dixon.
1: Dixon, Dixon, Dixon.
0: You all are the best people alive on this planet. I would agree with that 100%.
1: Never met any of you. But I stand behind whatever you yeah, do, exactly. Unless it's like really terrible, yeah. I just want then to put that little caveat. We're gonna write this episode forever. Yeah, that this episode does not exist. Any of you ever do anything bad? Yeah. So yeah. please don't. Yeah. <laughs> because you know what, you're representing us out there. Yeah. It's like when I used to go on field trips in school. You never got to do that because you were homeschooled. But whenever I got to go on field trips with my uh, with my public school people, we were always told before we left, you got to be on your best behavior because you're representing the school out there,
0: right. right?
1: So these people, these four amazing people, are representing Retro Bliss out there. Yes. And we ourselves do a terrible job of that, so we need you to, to be better.
0: Just remember everything you do and say you're representing us. So don't do anything we wouldn't do.
1: That's right, you bunch of b-holes.
0: <laughs> don't use any language we wouldn't use. That's right. Um bunch of turdheads. And <laughs> I'm done. Like I'm right, How I'm done. done are you? On a scale I'm done, one, I'm done.
1: On a scale of one to ten, how done are you? Fourteen. That's pretty finished. Yep. That is completely done. Yeah. You know how done I am? I'm hitting stop right now.
0: Thank goodness. Uh,
1: can you believe we did this?
0: Let's erase it. I think that was a good dry run, but there's no way we're keeping that. I'm not redoing this.
1: Roll the beautiful uh let's get into it. <laughs>